I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to go through my full round seven preview. I'm going to go through each and every game, give my tips for the weekend. Still uh, still trying to get the old throat back and functioning, so probably need to take a little spell over the weekend again, and hopefully next week we'll be back to uh, full swing. I'll have a My Journey podcast dropping tomorrow where I'll talk more about some changes and stuff I've got coming. Uh, it's going to be an exciting time, but uh, tonight we've got the Penrith Panthers kicking off against the Newcastle Knights at 7.50. Uh, Penrith Panthers, obviously, they've cut their squad down to 19 players now, and um, still on the extended bench, you've got Abby Curacao, Dylan Edwards. I'm expecting both of these guys to play tonight, so it's going to be interesting. They've obviously, at the moment, moved Kurt Catewell to the centres to cover... Paul Momorowski, who's been suspended. Um, dare I say, I think Stephen Crichton will move back to the Stenners when Dylan Edwards comes back. But it'll be interesting to see which side Stephen Crichton plays on. I think Matt Burton has been unreal on his edge. So, uh, interesting to watch how that plays out. You've obviously got Brian To'o uh, out on the left wing. And Stephen Crichton, he's played left centre uh, all through last year during their unbelievable run. So, be interesting to see how it plays out. Um yeah, because Matt, Matt Burton, he's going to be tough to move. I think he's looked sensational. I, I think the few games Burton's played there this year, he's looked better than when Stephen Crichton was playing left centre. So, going to be interesting to see. But, I mean, far out. If you're trying to decide what, whether Stephen Crichton should be on your strike edge or not, geez, you're going well, aren't you, the Penrith Panthers? Uh, I think they're going to win this one well. Uh, Newcastle Knights, obviously they get KP back uh, off a massive week last week. Uh, he came back the week before, but last week was a week that he really exploded. A really inspired performance and it needs to be noted as well that I think this side last year I believe this is the game with the Penrith Panthers where they had a draw after about 90 minutes or something ridiculous um, so you know the Newcastle Knights one of the few teams to stay with the Penrith Panthers last season um, so they'll take a lot of confidence out of that Bradman Best is obviously back. There's just a lot of guys in this back line that worry me um, defensively up against the Penrith Panthers. They're just such a good system. You've obviously got Toa, Tawala. You've got Musgrove, who only made his debut last week. I really like, like the look of him. Even Bradman Best, I mean, he's the one you're probably most confident with in this back line, and he's, what, 20? 
Um, so I, I just think it'll be a real test for their back line tonight. I think the Penrith Panthers will throw plenty of shape at them. Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary, they're well aware that Origin's just a couple of weeks away, and they're well aware that... Like, I'm sure Jerome Luai is well aware that he's going to be right there and thereabouts to play Origin, and Nathan Cleary will know that if these two can link up like they did last week, he, he can get his mate Jerome Luai into that Origin side, and I, I think that would be ideal for Nathan Cleary, to be honest with you. So, interesting to see how it plays out. The forwards, uh, the Penrith Panthers, I, you know, each week for the last, you know, 25 weeks, including last season, this forward pack, they just get better. Matty Eisenhuth, I think he's been sensational since arriving. You've still got Spencer Lino on the bench. Interesting that they've gone for at the moment. Tyrone May and Robert Jennings, I think you will see a change there. You've obviously got to put Dylan Edwards into the starting side. You've got to put Appy into the starting side. So interesting to see if they keep Mitch Kenny. Uh, interesting to see what happens to Kirk Catewell. I would tip that he would potentially drop back to the bench. They brought Liam Martin in for him. So either Liam Martin or Kirk, Kirk Capewell, they will drop back to the bench. So there will be some some movement on this bench. Uh, the Newcastle Knights have been really impressive so far this year. It's been a, been an incredible start for them. They've done really well. Uh, David Clement, Daniel Safedi, this will be a big test for them. Going up against James Fisher-Harris, who for me, if he isn't the best front rower in our game, he's definitely in the top handful, probably in the top three for me. I think James Fisher-Harris, he's been unreal. And this will be a massive test for these two front rowers. Uh, obviously, two established stars, two state of origin stars. Uh, David Clem is still trying to fight his way back, in, back into that side, but I think it'll be brilliant. Uh, Mitch Barnett, Tyson Brazell going head-to-head with Viliami Kikau. I'm just trying to work out. I think it'll be Tyson Brazell up against Kikau, so that'll be one hell of a clash. Really looking forward to that one. Uh, big test for both of them. You know, you obviously probably think Viliami Kikau straight away, one of the more destructive players in our competition right up there with David Fafita, but Tyson Brazell, man, runs a mean line, hard to bring down. Really champion footballer. I love what he's doing up there in Newcastle. He's been exactly what I thought he would be when he arrived up there, and I think he's only getting better. Um, the lock forwards. Clash of two uh, two very different footballers, but very similar at the same time. Connor Watson and Isaiah Yo, I love both of them. Uh, two different styles of 13, and this is what I love about the 13 jerseys. This is what I've been talking about for a while. You know, you've obviously got your ball players. You've got your guys with fast leg speed. You've still got your guys like Tau Malolo, your Tapanes, these sort of guys. The 13, it's for footballers. It's not for locks. It's not for ball playing. I, I hear people say, oh, he could be a ball playing lock. And it's like, oh, yeah, like, that's all good and well. But that's like one facet of what a lock forward can be. Like, Connor Watson, Isaiah, yo. Very different sort of lock forwards, but so effective, both of them. Um, Isaiah, yeah, a bit more of a controlled force. Connor Watson, just a natural footballer, just a guy you just let him run wild. So really excited to see these two go to head-to-head. To head. I love seeing the different styles between different sides as far as their lock forwards go. I think it's the one position where really go against, you You know, you can zag when others zig here, and that's what I really like seeing coaches do. Uh, I like the Penrith Panthers here. I do think they'll get the job done, I think. Nathan Cleary has to at least have a VC on his name tonight. I think you're crazy not putting the VC on Cleary. If he goes above 110, 120, I think I'll probably take it, to be honest with you. Did it last week. Served me well in a pretty poor week. So, Cleary, he's definitely the man for me tonight. Uh, I think people fall in love with the Brian to Jerome Luai idea, but... I mean, Nathan Cleary, he has a quiet night he scores 100. He's just an absolute freak. I don't know how you could possibly go past him. Friday night footy kicks off the next day between the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Gold Coast Titans from up on the beautiful Gold Coast. Uh, really interesting game. Obviously, Latrell Mitchell, he's been suspended for three to four weeks. I think, I, I think it's ended up being four now. Uh, you've also got Josh Mansour. He's out for about a month. So a couple of changes to the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I heard someone um, refer to them as the decimated South Sydney Rabbitohs and... Uh, 
Look, they're, they're missing a number of players. Don't get me wrong. Josh Mansell, they're definitely going to miss, no doubt about it. Uh, I'd ra- if I was South Sydney, I'd rather lose my right winger than my left winger, though. Uh, just the reality of the way they play. And if the rumours are true, what we're hearing that Cody Walker is going to play fullback, I'm telling you, watch out. This is something that I've been calling for for two or three years. I said it. Uh, what year would it have been? It was the year that Canberra played the Roosters in the Grand Finals, 2019. The South Sydney Rabbitohs were playing Canberra Raiders in Canberra. They were just about out of gas. They were just running on borrow time. And I said, look, this is the change I would make. You need to free this guy up. He's got too much ability right now. He's playing fantastic when he when, when, when he gets second or third ball. Um, they kept him at 5'8". I think they got I think they got lost 16-12 or something. Uh, Joshua Parley ended up scoring a try at the end where he ran over Damian Cook and Canberra went on to play in the grand final. But tries they scored was Cody Walker getting the ball in space. And yes, he was playing 5-8, but if you watch the way he set up both those tries, my God, he is just a guy that needs time and space. And I'm really excited to see him at fullback, to be perfectly honest with you. I think he's going to absolutely carve there. Could be a massive four weeks for South Sydney. Um, I think he's actually... And I know he's played there before and under the high ball, he wasn't overly impressive. But I think over the last two or three years, the way that Cody Walker plays football and the way the game has changed, I I think he potentially could be more suited at fullback. So keep an eye on that. Um, I wish he would have done it two years ago just when he had those slightly slightly younger legs. But I do think he's going to be very damaging there if this happens, yeah. I'm not sure. This could just be uh, Wayne playing silly buggers. We know how, how he loves to carry on sometimes. So I think there's a really good chance that this doesn't happen. But if it does, I'm really excited. Uh, for the Gold Coast Titans, obviously coming off a pretty shit week. Uh, I think it was 36-0 against Tom Travojevic. And the other 12 guys are a very tough pill to swallow for the Gold Coast Titans, a side that... I don't know if you if you just read on social media without watching games the Gold Coast Titans one minute they're world beaters one minute they suck then they're world beaters then they're shit then they're overrated it has been an absolute roller coaster so far and a couple of new players in these teams a couple of huge bodies uh, they got Dave Fafita they got Brian Kelly on that edge I love it uh, they've also got AJ Brimson who for me we haven't seen anywhere near his best yet. So they have still got a couple of more gears to go up in there, the Gold Coast Titans. I don't think it'll be today. I'm going to take the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I think they're at about $1.50, which is pretty short. I, I $1.45 now. I do think they'll win, but I think this one will be closer uh, than what we're giving credit to the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, you've also got Philip Sammy, who I'm hearing might come back into this side. He's in Jersey 21 at the moment. He's on the bench. Um... I just keep an eye on him. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes into this starting team somewhere. Uh, I, I'm going to take the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I'm going to take them 1-12. to 12. I think they'll win by about eight points. I'm expecting a big game out of Cody Walker. I think this move will be fantastic for him. Uh, it's the forwards I'm really excited to see the clash of here. You've obviously got Tino's missing for the Gold Coast Titans, but Jared Wallace has been unreal. Mo Fodawaker, he's still a top-shelf front row in our game. I think we've forgotten just how good Mo is because of all these giant superstars up there. Uh, David Fafita, we've all seen him over the last few weeks. He's been unreal. And then another clash of the lock forwards that I absolutely love to see. Tyrone Peachy, Cam Murray. Once again, similar, but very different footballers. They do their role very differently. So very exciting to see that match up. As I said, I'm going to take South Sydney in a close one here. 1-12 to for me. The late game, Friday, 7.55. We've got the Eels taking on the Broncos. Broncos coming off a heartbreaker last week. Uh, tough to watch against the Penrith Panthers. I thought they played well enough to win. Uh, but you only get the two points on the scoreboard. Unfortunately, didn't do enough there. Uh, for the Parramatta Eels, coming off a really impressive win against the Canberra Raiders, I'm, my jury's a little bit out if the Canberra Raiders are completely lost. 
or if the Parramatta Eels played unbelievably well. I'm sort of not sure there, to be honest with you. The week before, they got dusted by the Dragons, who got dusted by the Warriors last week. I love when the NRL's like this. It's sensational. We were all saying a couple of weeks ago, well, most people were saying a couple of weeks ago that it's too predictable. It's like a script. There's blowouts, blah, 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 blah. I haven't heard that for, for a week or two. It's good to see the NRL back to where it should be. And I think this game will actually be a really good one. I love what the Broncos are doing at the moment. I think they're playing some great footy. They're, they're, they're showing up with great energy. They're, their halves look better than what they have. I think there's still a lot of improvement in them, though. Um, the centers, David Mead there worries me a little bit. Herbie Farnworth, I'm a big fan of him in attack. Defensively, there are a couple of issues there, though. Uh, so it's going to be a really interesting game, this one. Dylan Brown, obviously, playing 5'8". He's back. Um, in the newspapers this week on the social media a little bit in a bit of trouble this week Dylan Brown's injured and so he handles that Mitch Moses at 7 coming off a really classy game last week so very interesting to see how Moses goes once again um, I'm going to take the Parramatta Eels in this one yeah, the other thing to note here Obviously, Isaiah Papali, he's been named in the second row again. Ryan Madison, he's on the extended bench. I can tell you that he has been named in reserve grade. Uh, so I think he will be playing there. As uh, They also made a mistake on the team list this week, which I thought was brutal. Uh, they named Will Penasini on the bench. And um, I mentioned him in my Teamless Tuesday review, and he's a kid that I've got huge stocks in. I absolutely love this kid. I think he's going to be a real star. They meant to name Will Smith, so they've changed it since, and there hasn't really been much fanfare about it, but I spoke to uh, Will Penasini yesterday, and he was laughing, saying that he uh, he got so many messages and whatnot about his debut, blah, blah, blah. Bit awkward for the kid, but one to keep an eye on. Uh, he's a kid with a lot of ability. He's been playing pretty well down there at the New South Wales Cup for the Parramatta Eels, so keep an eye on him. Uh, in this one, I am going to say the Parramatta Eels. Uh, the, sorry, the other thing to note is that Danny Levi, he's returning. He's been playing with Rowan Smith up there at the North Devils for the last couple of weeks. Been pretty impressive up there, so good to see him get a spot. If you're a Jake Turpin owner in Classic or um, Draft, a bit worrying for you. I think you'll see him get knocked down to about 60 minutes, which hurts. Uh, Brisbane, they're heading in the right direction. I just, I don't think they'll get the win here. And uh, this is part of their tough little trot that they're on at the moment. Give me the Parramatta Eels by 14 points in this one. Super Saturday kicks, well, it's kind, it's kind of average Saturday, to be honest with you. We've got three games on Sunday, only two games on Saturday this week, of course. Anzac Day is Sunday. So the Saturday games kick off at 5.30, so the first game will be at 5.30. you got the Cronulla Sharks taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs there. Uh, probably the headline here, Sean Johnson returns. Very exciting. He's coming off the bench for the Cronulla Sharks. It's been a long time since we've seen SJ, obviously since doing his Achilles. So, so exciting to see him back, but also interesting to see where he's at. Um, I mean, I know it's a bit of a taboo thing that no one wants to talk about, but Sean Johnson, he could come back as a very different footballer here. So I'm very excited to see how it plays out. Um, obviously, for the Sharks, it's been a nightmare couple of weeks. Uh, obviously, John Morris was let go. Um, sorry, a few days before that, they were leading the Roosters 20-0 or whatever it was. They got run down there. Johnny Morris is let go. Uh, they lose last week in another heartbreaker to the Newcastle Knights. Now Chad Townsend. Your halfback, your premiership-winning halfback from 2016, he's off to the North Queensland Cowboys. So it hasn't been a great, you know, 10 or 15 days for the Cronulla Sharks. It's been pretty tough. A lot of really key personnel that have announced they're leaving. Uh, the one shining light, as I said, Sean Johnson is returning, so that will help the cause. And I think interesting to see how Sean Johnson goes, but always inter- also interesting to see how this team responds. And 
What Josh Hannay's going to do, uh, you know, you've obviously got Will Kennedy at fullback. You've got Matty Moreland at six, Chad Townsend at seven, uh, Blake Braley at nine, Sean Johnson. He's not the sort of guy, and none of these guys are the sort of fellas where they would force Blake Braley off the field. So it's going to come down to Moylan, Townsend, or Will Kennedy. Look, six weeks ago when this when the season started, I obviously had Moylan in a lot of drafts like I always do, and I thought, oh, it's all right. He'll, he'll warm up at 5'8", then he'll go back to fullback. It'll be fine. We haven't seen enough out of Will Kennedy to keep a big name like Moylan out of the team. Fast forward, you know, six weeks, and Will Kennedy is the safest out of them by far and away. I'll be shocked if he leaves the field for Sean Johnson at any point. I think that he has to stay on the field. He's been one of their better players, if not their best player, so far this season. Uh, It's funny what, what can happen in six weeks. And look, I think Matt Moylan, he's been good without being great. But unfortunately for him, Will Kennedy, he has been great. So for me, I think Moyes will be the man to miss out. I know a lot of people are suggesting that because Chad Townsend has signed to go to the North Queensland Cowboys, he'll be the guy that might come to the bench at some point. And look, I really doubt it, to be honest with you. As much as I would love for it to be true as a Matt Moylan owner, um, I think Chad, I think he's too much of a controlling hand. I think it would disrupt their game too much. I think taking Moyes are off. And putting Sean Johnson on there instead, I think that would be a much smoother transition. I think Moiser is going to have to fight to get his spot back in this team. And I think realistically, he's probably going to need an injury to get back into it. And the other thing for Moiser that I'd be very nervous about is once these two wingers return, um, Katoa and Mulatalo, I mean, geez, it's going to be tough to leave Connor Tracy out of this side. Dare I say... If I had to pick one of Connor Tracy or Matt Moylan just off form right now and the positions both are able to play, if I had to pick one of them for Jersey 14, it has to be Connor Tracy, I think, as much as I love Moylan. So uh, a really experienced player, Matty Moylan, but he's got a real fight on his hands in this one, no doubt about it. Very interesting to see how it plays out. For Canterbury, I just... Far out. It's just getting harder and harder every week, isn't it? I mean, I keep on trying to find positives in them and I just... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It, it's like I'm just throwing shit against the wall and it's falling off constantly. So I am going to tip the Sharkies this week. Uh, a few guys out. Super coach wise a guy that I'm going to bring into my classic side is Luke Thompson. Uh, dual position, going to do a heap of base work. The only thing I'm worried about is Corey Waddell in Jersey 13 that he could steal some minutes. I would much rather see him out on the edge. Um, Chris Smith is there at the moment. Chris Smith is a guy that has floated around for a couple of years, sort of never... Never really grabbed a first-grade spot. He's just sort of just just been a floater for a couple of years. If he wasn't at Canterbury, I probably don't think you see him in first grade with all due respect to him. But I would much rather see Corey Waddell on an edge as a Luke Thompson owner. But we're going to have to see how that one plays out. Our boy Brad Dietz makes a return on the bench. Very exciting for him. I thought of Tony. He was fantastic last week. Um, I thought he was really, really good. But... I just can't see the Canterbury Bulldogs getting a win here against the Sharks with Sean Johnson returning. Uh, very excited for him. Also, the guy I spoke about last night being a bolts of a state of origin this year, potentially Sifatalakai. 
keep an eye on him. Obviously, you got on this bench, you got Johnson, Magulius, Jack Williams, Siffa Talakai. I think you're going to start to see Siffa play more and more minutes, and I think potentially he'll land on the right edge as this season goes on. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to take the Sharkies in this one, the first game on Saturday. In the second game, North Queensland Cowboys and the Canberra Raiders, and uh, Canberra Raiders at $1.30, obviously not based on recent form. I think they've been very, very average. But I will say this, uh, the Canberra Raiders, they've made a few changes this week. Well, not changes, but Simonson out, Hodgson is out. Uh, you've got Harrower and Iron Horsburgh that have returned to the same, putting a lot of pressure on a number of guys. Ryan James returned as well. I think that Ricky called out guys the other day, and he didn't say names, but I think they know who they are. They, I don't know who they are, but I think he, they would know who they are in that team and in that system. Uh, so I'm expecting a bounce back from the Canberra Raiders here. I think they will get the job done against the Cowboys, who... Look, I, I, they, they beat Canterbury last week, but they really weren't impressive. They really weren't. Uh, Kyle Felt was great in the air. That was one of the big differences. And they just... Canterbury made so many state mistakes and gave them so many opportunities, and they just don't make you pay for your mistakes, the Cowboys. are. Uh, I think that the Canberra Raiders will get the job done here. Uh, Supercoach-wise, I'm expecting a good game out of the halves. George Williams, Jack Whiten. Uh, Tom Starling is a guy that if you picked him up off your waiver-wise, that's going to be sensational for you over the next few weeks. And who knows how that could turn out over the season. I mean, I just think Josh Hodgson, he's got... He's, he holds too much respect down there, and he's too much of a leader for him not to be in this side. But Tom Starling, we saw what he was able to do last year. I absolutely love Tom Starling. I've got a lot of respect for Josh Hodgson. I hold him in very high regard, but I just think the modern game is more suited to a Tom Starling at the moment. So very interesting to see how this one plays out. I'm going to take the Canberra Raiders in this one. I think they'll win this one by about 16 points. Uh, I think they've got the potential to cause a bit of a blowout here, to be honest with you. I think the Raiders, uh, they've just been treading water for the last month or so. They struggled last week. A couple of changes to this side. You've obviously seen Tapanay, Sia Soliola on the extended bench. So these guys not on the side. Horsburgh, Haru and I are two guys that have got a point to prove. You've got Papali coming off the bench. So a lot of guys that have been given an opportunity to show what they can do here. And I'm expecting big things from the Canberra Raiders here. I think they'll win this one reasonably convincingly. Uh, then we get to Sunday, Anzac Day, one of my favourite days of the year. Always sensational to see. And uh, I'll have a podcast on Sunday where I go through some of my favourite Anzac Day moments. There's been a heap of them. But... Uh, 145 is the first game. We've got the West Tigers taking on the Manly Seagulls. And, geez, big storyline here. Tom Travojevic, his second game back last week, he was unbelievable. I couldn't believe how he improved this Manly side. They were so much better with him in the team. They were so much more confident, and that's the key to it. Uh, these guys that we, you know, we, we sometimes call them a, a one-man team, and it's it's not about, like, always the impact that they have as an individual, but it's the impact they have on the guys around them. And Tom Travojevic, he just changes this team. Uh, there's a stat I've got to find you, which I'm going to talk about over the next 24 hours, about how better the Manly Seagulls are defensively. And look, yes, as an individual, Tom Travojevic, he can save more tries at fullback, whatever, but it's not the reality of the situation. It's about how he lifts his team around him, which I think has been incredibly impressive uh, in the games that he has come back. And you saw it last week. Just unbelievable. I can't believe the turnaround, but you've heard enough about Turbo this week. He's a guy that I'm bringing into my classic team. Uh, it's a bit risky. I understand that. But uh, he's a guy that I just don't want to be without. Love watching him play footy. The, the fullback he's up against, Dane Laurie. Wow, what a season so far. I feel like I talk about this guy every week. He's been sensational. Really interested to see what happens with David Nofaluma last week. You would remember that they switched sides against South Sydney last week. And I think this might have been that. Too worried to give Latrell and Cody Walker a free shot at David Nofaluma's wing. So I'm interested to see if Madge moves him back or if he keeps him where he is. If he moves him back, I think that's a sign that 
Madge doesn't completely trust Noffa's uh, defense, which I understand that completely, nor do I. So, interesting to see how that goes. You've obviously got Michael Cheekham. He's wearing jersey four at the moment, but you've got Joey Lather on the extended bench. So, interesting to see if anything changes there. Jacob Little, jersey 18. As well, he could potentially come in on the bench, but I don't think they'll drop him by. So I think they'll stay as it is. I think Simkin, he'll still play 80 minutes, if not big minutes. Um, by might come in there, but I think you'll see Simkin for the 80 potentially, which is exciting. Uh, for me in this game, I am going to take the Manly Seagulls. I think they will get the job done here. I'm a big, big investor in Tom Travojevic stocks. I think that... He's just turned this team around automatically, and I think they will win this one. The West Tigers, they'll be very desperate. They'll be coming... I think they'll be a little bit tired after last week, putting in so much effort, going into extra time, losing the way they did it. It is a huge, huge emotional toll on this side. I really do feel for them, but I think this Manly side, they'll be full of confidence. They'll be bouncing off the wall after getting a win last week and having Tom Travojevic back once again. So I'm going to take the Manly Seagulls on Sunday afternoon. It's out of Bank West, so hopefully we get a nice day there and we see some fantastic footy. Uh, Two teams that can really throw the ball around and cause some havoc, so that'll be an exciting game. The second game on Sunday, the Anzac Day Classic, the Sydney Roosters, the St. George Illawarra Dragons. A couple of weeks I was looking at this game going, wow, this could be a blockbuster here. The Roosters sort of struggling a little bit. I assume the Dragons would have been five in a row, but of course they lost to the New Zealand Warriors last week, which throws a bit of a spanner in the works now. Uh, the Roosters obviously mi- missing a number of troops still, but they are getting by. Teddy at fullback still. You've got the young halves, Sam Walker, Drew Hutchinson. Uh, fingers crossed Ben Hunt gets to walk back into this team this week. I think it'll be sensational to see Hunt at seven once again to take on the Roosters. You've got Blake Laurie returning. Uh, Trent Merrin's obviously retired during the week, and we heard today that Trent Merrin's actually given up his wage for this year, given it back to the Dragons essentially. About 350k is the sum that we're hearing to go to you know, a new player to buy or guys that are already there. So a really noble thing by Trent Merrin there, something that I've got a lot of respect for him. I mean, if I was to quit my job today, I'll tell you what, there is little to no hope. I'm saying, hey, the money that you owe me for the rest of the year, ugh, it's sweet, don't worry about it. Especially if it's 350K, that is a lot of money to leave on the table The better for the benefit of the club. I think it's fantastic to say it. I think many guys would do it, and I wouldn't hold it against many guys for doing it, you know. Uh, but for him to do it, I think that's fantastic. Look, you got Josh McGuire who walked into this team last week. I thought he would improve them big time. And look, it's only been one week. They did lose that last week. But I think that the Dragons, I don't think they've fallen off a cliff. I still think they'll be there and thereabouts. And this is a problem with these Anzac Day games. Form sort of goes out the window. It's a special occasion. Um, they'll, they'll, they'll be there at the SCG. There'll be the helicopters that'll fly in. They'll be the last post. There's just, there is a lot of going on and there is a lot of emotion that goes into this game. So... Form sort of goes out the window. I think at the SCG, the Roosters will get the job done. Obviously, a huge plus this week having Takiaho back. They also got Victor Radley back as well. So two guys that, you know, when their game finished last weekend, we sort of thought, wow, we're not going to see Radley for a month. We might not see Takiaho for a month either. So as I said, just keep an eye on Takiaho. I wouldn't be surprised if he plays less minutes than usual, especially now they've got Radley back. If they didn't have Radley, sort of force the hand of Trent Robinson to keep Takiaho out there. But... Yeah, just keep an eye on that. I'm not sure how it's going to play out. I'm, I'm tipping Angus Crichton have a big game here. He's been a bit quiet the last few weeks. The Roosters, they're just working out their combos and whatnot. But I really like a uh, Sam Walker to Angus Crichton try assist this week. I, I think Angus Crichton, he'll be starting to gear up for Origin. It's not far away now. He'll be well and truly aware of it. I think this will be a close one. 
I'm going to take the Roosters by four points over the St. George Illawarra Dragons. I just think the experience in their back line and James Tedesco will get them home against the Dragons. Give me them by four points in another blockbuster. Another game that's become a traditional piece of Anzac Day in the Rugby League is the Melbourne Storm up against the New Zealand Warriors. The Warriors still missing a number of troops, especially in their back line, in their halves, in their front row. All the key spots, they're missing a star at the moment. The Melbourne Storm, on the other hand, obviously missing Pappenhausen, a big loss. But the band's starting to get back together. Yeah, you're starting to see Harry Grant find his straps again. Dale Finucane returns this week, so... For me, I'm going to take the Melbourne Storm. Uh, we know that traditionally they do struggle with the New Zealand Warriors. We've got Reese Walsh, we've got Rocco Berry on the extended bench, two young guys that could come into this side. I'm hearing that Roger Tuovasa-Shek has been so impressed with Reese Walsh that he offered to swap positions for a couple of weeks to get this kid in the side, which I think is just unbelievable. It says a lot about Roger. Um, I, I wouldn't be doing it if I was him. Not a hope in hell. I wouldn't be doing it if I was Nathan Brown either. But Reese Walsh, Rocco Berry, these are two guys that could come in, and I'm confident they're going to be stars in the NRL. This game, give me the Melbourne Storm, though. I just think there's too much experience. Yes, you lose Pappenhausen, but you bring in Nico Hines, who for me is probably a top 10 fullback in our game still. Um, definitely not on the same level as Roger Tulevasa. Check the man he's going up against. But in this system, um, I'm expecting big things from Nico Hines on the weekend. The guy that I've got you to watch, Cameron Munster. He's been floating along just sort of... Just getting by, game by game so far this season. Supercoach scores have still been good, you know, 70-80s. I reckon this is the game that he sort of explodes in, to be honest with you. Anzac Day, he'll be well and truly aware of the occasion. It's the sort of game for Munster to stand up in, especially with no Pappenhausen. So keep an eye on Munster. He could be a rogue little uh, captain option this week for me in Supercoach. So a guy that I've got my eyes on that I will seriously be considering. But... At the moment, for me, I'll have Nathan Cleary as a vice-captain this week, and then I'll be looking at either Tom Trevojevic or Cameron Munster as my captain. I've got a feeling I'll probably end up going turbo. I'm not sure if I have the balls to go Munster, but if you've got more confidence than me, uh, or potentially if you're stupider than me, I think Munster, he could be a really good wild-card play, and hopefully the rest of them don't have absolutely explode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 